live from the apocalypse. It's love day, motherfucker. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Our state of the game. I am Dano, also known by the Wu-Tang name generator as Tongue Self-Important. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, my co-host, as always, Wu-Tang name generator calls him Wyvern Lucky. Why not? <laughs> Pornhub's Man of the Year 2021, K-Diggy. Thank you for being here, as always. We're doing it. We're doing it big. You know, we're almost at a hundred. We're making, we're crawling our way there. It's yeah. amazing. So, and today the Wu-Tang name generator refers to him as Pheasant Pinky. I didn't make shout, to, shout out to Pinky Killer Corn. That's my home girl. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, shit. Here we we're go. talking about Fleetwood the Bill. Yeah. I am so excited to talk to Fleetwood the Bill. This has been a long time coming. For sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, sure. I have been told about Fleetwood DeVille by Iceberg Theory, by all these dope lyricists who are like, this is the real shit. This is the real deal. And I was like, all right, all right. And then I so I followed him on social media. And he is a wonderful critic of the music as well as creator of the music. So I love the crop of albums we have to talk about. And I can't wait to talk about everything. Hell yeah. Now, the, but what threw me when I got to the Love Day series. Okay. Love Day, next Love Day from last year. Mm-hmm. It is kind of an even mixture of you spazzing out, collaborating, and instrumental tracks with, you know, with interludes, you know? Right. Uh, it's like a half and half mixture. And I yeah. just, my monkey brain couldn't handle it. It was just like, what? Nobody does this. It's either a beat tape or it's a rap. I was not... I was not ready for it, uh, but God, you got some songs on there, man. I love your skin is beautiful uh, from the original Love Day. Um, and Ryan Wine was my official, like, because that's your album with Grindstone where I was able to right. do Now we're just rocking. We're just having a good time. Right. Yeah. Yep. So when, talk to me about the mixture that creates Love Day. Well, first of all, um, you know what I'm saying? Number one, thank y'all for, you know what I'm saying, having me on. I'm grateful and honored to be on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, first of all, uh, as far as the music is concerned, man, um, so really, like, to really explain the Love Day series in particular, like, I just got to, like, give you, like, some real shit about me and shit. So, <clears throat> 2012. I lost both my grandparents, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I really only got one set. And so um, May 24th, my granddaddy passed away. My grandmother's birthday is May 26th. So her birthday was all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And then she passed December 6th, my birthday, December 29th. And so, and then that's December. So Holidays for everybody it was all fucked up, right? So when when I made like just every year, you know what I'm saying? Every year I could say after them first couple years where I lost my fucking mind, you know what I'm saying? Once I started getting back to myself, it was like I wanted to create something, you know what I'm saying? Like just as part of 
I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I got everything just in my chest. I gotta just this is part of me just moving forward and not hurting nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when you know what I'm saying, I started making I started making the first one in 2020. Um just really just off some sporadic shit like bro this pandemic shit is nutty right now you know what i'm saying like, mm. like and i'm fucking sad you know what i'm saying right. and i'm fucking sad so like i just want to put something out you know what i'm saying like i just want to put something out just because i know other people is stressed and probably fucking sad on some level they self so right. just I want to put something out just, just to reflect that. And you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, pain shared is pain lessened as they say, you know what I'm saying? So just, that was the, that was really the idea behind the first one. And, you know, I had a couple, I had a couple songs that I had already wrote in the cut, you know what I'm saying? That I got albums that I'm building towards. So, okay, we could put these songs out just on some tester shit and see what it do. You know what I'm saying? And then put some instrumental shit out there. Like I wanna, I wanna put, I like these instrumentals. And like, you know, I just recently started to in the last like five years get into production, really focusing on it, taking it serious. So like I wanna put some of those testers out and just see, you know what I'm saying, how people feel about certain shit. You know what I'm saying? So that was really the idea behind the first one. And um, you know, that came out, we put it out. Like, you know, everything shut down February. I put that joint out Juneteenth of 2020. And so mm-hmm. then um, next year, tw- last year. Um, 2021. Yeah, last year, it was like, shit's going pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I got a full-time job and a part-time job. You know what I'm saying? My kids straight. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm working from home. Shit is all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, my woman don't hate me. Like, we, we, we good. We good. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And so I wasn't coming from a stressful place, but um, watching Iceberg, watching Sleep, you know what I'm saying? Welcome home to Bro, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Watching, you know what I'm saying? Everybody out the motherfucking Watchers Camp, Lanham, you know what I'm saying? Iceberg, you know what I'm saying? Watching just the whole game, you know what I'm saying? Arm and Hammer, watching Boldy, you know what I'm saying? Like, watching baby mother just everybody cooking you know what i'm saying so i'm like yeah man let me yeah you know what I'm saying? I, it's, I felt good you know what i'm saying yep. and i had you know what i'm saying i had taken some steps forward with the production and for this one for for next love day it was like okay people fucked with the first one all right like let me let me top this shit in a different way you know what i'm saying let me challenge myself in a different way so like we cut like I, I I cut instrumentals and you know what I'm saying a lot of them raps straight for that month that 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 particular album not for nothing else you know what I'm saying and so it was like all right let me reach out to a few of my folks you know what I'm saying see who I can get to hop on some of these beats with me um we got um the deluxe version that's coming later this year and some of them songs I got follow up verses you know what I'm saying on some shit. And then we got some remix shit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, next Love Day is still going, but um, Love Day After Next is going to be this summer, too. So, 
Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, awesome. It, it is it is a mixture that is uniquely yours, right? That is not yeah. something other yeah. people because they're not just beats. They are there's sound, there's voices, right? There's people talking to you about mm-hmm. important things, and uh, you know, it could be Lawrence Fishburne from King of New York. It could be uh, Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. It feels like a musical collage. Like there's so many different styles and like so many different musical ideas that are like, you know, combined together to form this this piece of work. I appreciate y'all, man. Like, yeah, really listening to it and really like just taking the music in, man. That mean everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was always like when I started thinking about like making albums. You know what I'm saying? Like. I thought about, you know, shit like, you know, Game Theory by the Roots, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. AT Aliens, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, fucking the first three, you know what I'm saying? The, the original Clips album, exclusive audio footage, you know what I'm saying? Right. Lord Willing Hill Half, you know what I'm saying? UGK mm-hmm. Ride Dirty, Outcast, like, just, I wanted to make something that was full, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I, whenever I make a, whenever I make an album, you know what I'm saying? So like the fact that, like the fact that y'all would, you know what I'm saying? Really take the time to like dig into it and feel like it's something to really, you know what I'm saying? Take from it, man. That means a lot. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. I mean, if anybody who's trying to sound like anybody instead of trying to build their own style, I don't think they've really figured out hip hop, you know? Yeah. They may be You're not having as much fun as you can have, man. Yeah, they may be like, they may be on the surface of it. They may have the clothes or whatever, but like, they don't really have what what we're trying to do. Uh, and, and so that's that's awesome. I'm glad to hear, and and it makes sense with the passing of your grandparents to that you didn't want to hear your own voice constantly. Yeah, yeah, music yeah. I need my friends. You know what I'm saying. I need yeah. my friends, like for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I need my friends with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that that's it's love day. You know what I'm saying? Like, just if you go back to the paid and full scene, come on, come on around this gate, Mitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's love day. I'm showing people love out here on the court. You know what I'm saying? Come out, come out here, come hoop with me. You know what I'm saying? Come hoop with me. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That, that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? For real. That's it. No, it's it's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's uh yeah that's that's awesome i'm glad to have it and the the ryan wine is so i i love it i love it so much uh because it's just it was longer than i expected it to be and it was just fun as shit it was felt like an album that was released when i was in high school not an album yeah now it didn't it because it didn't i'm 33 i feel yeah it didn't follow the trend it didn't follow the like you know we talked about the split the split between like it's either you know really deep really artistic and should be picked apart or it's like super crunk snap you know right right and Mm -hmm. you guys went straight through the middle um and and no one was there it was great you just killed it appreciate y'all how did that come together how did that yeah um so i mean for real for real um the i would say the basis of it is just you know grindstone being you know what i'm saying a little bit you know what i'm saying a little bit older you know what i'm saying 
also an Oakland cat that moved to DC, you know what I'm saying? But came with all of that game from Oakland, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know what I'm saying? A St. Louis, you know what I'm saying? I'm a St. Louis cat, moved to DC, you know what I'm saying? I've been here now for this year to be 13 years, you know what I'm saying? But we have both been steeped in, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the culture and the art that, you know what I'm saying? Is, 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 is spinning here, you know what I'm saying? And we also came with everything that we, you know what I'm saying, had from our own soil and shit like that. And so mm-hmm. it was really just, um, I had been working with Grindstone. Grindstone is um, a clothing designer, you know what I'm saying? Like one thing, you know what I'm saying? So grindstoneuniversal.com, quick plug for everybody. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Nice. Like, so... I really, I, I got to, I really got to know Grindstone actually from like modeling clothes for him, you know what I'm saying, at first. And so, you know what I'm saying, like just building through shit, you know what I'm saying, we found out that we each did music, you know what I'm saying, and heard some of his, he heard some of my shit, you know what I'm saying, we was, like we was in the same kind of circles, you know what I'm saying, so we wound up, he reached out to me for, you know what I'm saying, some shit for a couple of his projects. I hopped on those and then, you know what I'm saying, later on, I wound up producing some stuff for some of his projects. And then it started to just, just gradually became over about, you know, probably three or four years. It's like, okay, now we making music joint, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So by 2019, we 2019 was when we cut the first, I want to say is when we cut the first records. Um, we did the title track, Start a Fire, and um in the kitchen you know what i'm saying do you work on both albums at at the same time a little bit Mm -hmm. in 2021 a little bit you know what i'm saying we finished um we finished (laughs) ryan wine we finished ryan wine spring of last year and i took next love day to like you know the last like week you know what i'm saying in july you know what i'm saying it dropped on i think it was the 27th for the 28th and yeah we was we was recording on the 20th you know what i'm saying oh so finished both of those last year ryan wine we had in 2019 we probably had about half of it and then covid hit and so you know what i'm saying we was just really kind of just being safe for most of 2020 you know what i'm saying and then around the fall, we kick back up. Right. And I, it, it's interesting because I've always wondered like about artists who, like I've, I think of like a guy like Anderson Pock who has like his own project and then he'll go do something with knowledge. Right. So when you're, when you're recording with Grindstone, are you the same rapper that you are on Love Day or do you, do, do you make an adjustment to fit his sound? Oh. I would say I was definitely uh, conscious of being an uh, independent, you know what I'm saying, MC on Love Day as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, Ryan Wine. Like when I put out, like I said, I got the deluxe version with, you know what I'm saying, my verses added to certain stuff and things like that. But for this first version, I wanted everybody to like, Everybody that I featured on some shit, I wanted to showcase them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so it was like, that's how we coming on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when it came to Ryan Wine, it was like, yeah, there's definitely, um, 
not necessarily a concession that you have to make, but it's like, I, I have to, I have to think about this, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm playing in a band, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? If, 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 if he guitar and I'm bass or I'm guitar and he bass, if one of us is playing all the fucking notes, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? No, it, and, and that's what <laughs> Is the album declares the mixture, right? Right. right. Exactly. And like you, you, you are the kind of steadying factor the way Bon B is in UGK, right? Very dense lyrically. There's a lot of interesting. I appreciate that, man. But like, before you continue, that means a lot, bro. Thank you. <laughs> no. That's like, nah, like Bud was like, you know, I'm, I was born in Muskogee, Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Like when I heard UGK shit, you know what I'm saying, as a kid, like, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to be both of them. And like, that's really what I be trying to embody, like as the producer at the MC, you know what I'm saying? Like, but so, so for you to say that, bro, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. And, and it's like, there's a, in my mind, there's a UGK model, right? In terms of like, Bun is like the, the technician, right? Mm-hmm. Technician. He's the steadying factor because Bun is so solid. Pimp C gets to go as wild as he wants. Do whatever he wants. Yes. <laughs> so that's that that is kind of the Ryan Wine mixture to me. Is you are gonna come with hidden meanings in the interesting lines that you're gonna have to unpack and think about. And so Grindstone can go nuts and have fun. And he can do that or he can not do that. He can do what he wants to because you've already laid the foundation. And he talked that shit where he really get in that pocket, man. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. Like, like, like that's a cold nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. a cold nigga. So it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate, like, man, I really appreciate, like, no, nah, like I said, man, like, thank you for, you know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for really taking the time to fuck with this shit. You know what I'm saying? That means no, a lot, man. Absolutely. It's, like, it's fun. Cause, so, yeah, it's yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's that dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was saying when it first came out, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Me and Grindstone is like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm Wade and he's Shaq, you know what I'm saying? On on them on them chips, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it, it's uh, yeah, that that makes sense, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting because um, we have and and I I sent you like eight albums. Uh, to, to, and you picked exactly kind of the crew of albums that I wanted to talk Word. about. Uh, so we have Earl Sweatshirt Sick. We have uh, Shea Noir, Food for Thought. We have Piece of Me uh, by Lady Ray. So uh, do you have any other questions, Kay, regarding the art of Fleetwood DeVille before we segue into the album? No, man, I, I just want to say, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, Woo! Stay sharp. Just... Appreciate y'all, man. Yeah. Good, man. So, which, what should we talk about? So, one of these albums, I will fight for to the end. One of these albums, I really love. And one of these albums, I like, but I don't, but it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll move on pretty quickly. Um, so, we, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Okay, which one do you want to talk about first? Let's let's talk about "Sick" by Earl Sweatsh- 
Um, mm. but, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, let's get it up now. Uh, Fleetwood, I will ask you how you feel, but I, to get my stuff on the table, this is my favorite Earl Sweatshirt album, but that doesn't mean much. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never been a particular Earl person, so uh, I'm not strong on. How do you feel about this album? This is a lot of people have a lot of opinions on this album. Honestly, I'm uh, in a similar boat to you, Dan. Man, um, I've just I heard Tyler Joyt last year, and it was like, oh, this is really cool. I but, never yeah. really got into the I never really got into the I Future Cats. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Like that was part of why I picked this joint. I'm like. Let me see what's up with bro. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. I've been hearing a, you know what I'm saying? So like I I I respect that joint. He 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 put some solid shit together. You know what I'm saying? I I liked a few of, you know what I'm saying? I liked a few of. Uh the 2010 joint, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and uh oh. and God Labs is probably my favorite shit as far as his solo joints on there. Yeah. No, it's it's good. I mean, Kay, how did you do you have strong feelings on this one? Do you yeah i mean i what i'll say is i mean it's solid it's just kind of just emotionally just kind of neutral to me like it's not it's not bad and i as i said i I, i'm not really an earl sweatshirt fan either uh but i you know i respect his ability yeah uh, after hearing this i mean his technical ability you can tell that he really you know loves the craft of rapping like oh, yeah. technical 100 percent. he's sharp and I, yeah and i respect him for that um it's just this album didn't really like dan and i say this uh fleawood like we what what can i get from you that i can't get from anyone else mm. uh that's mm. that's what an artist should be always thinking about like what do i offer that 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 my audience can't get mm. from anyone else and I just didn't feel like there was anything Earl Sweatshirt did that I couldn't get from anywhere else. Yep. Mm. And, and, okay. and the, the weird part is, it's kind of, and, it, and this we talk about this with Nikki, right? Nikki Minaj is being a victim of the the people she influenced being better than her, like that she mm. it, because not on a skill level place, but in terms of picking beats, in terms of you know, sequencing albums in terms of having control over their own stuff, right? So there's a bunch of people who come after Nikki that sounded like Nikki, but but didn't step in the same potholes, right? And I think that's there's a little of that in Earl, right? Earl came before a lot of these cats, but they sound more interesting than him sometimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would say to start on a texture level, Right, because it starts with me on a texture level. Right, I've always not liked listening to Earl because beats <laughs> were like those kind of dirty lo-fi. Was it Zillaraka always has this expression? He says, "Sounds like shit is not an aesthetic." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. And so that's that was my problem with with his beats early on. Facts. His flow to describe it right. Snoop's flow is pe- is creamy peanut butter, creamy jiff, right? Mm. Two, three, into the phone, right? Uh, Earl's flow is chunky peanut butter. <laughs> 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 right, right, 
Get rid I of feel you. Fall out of real sweatshirt. And man, yeah. And that was one thing that like I was noticing, like, cause again, just as somebody that hasn't listened to him a lot, it was like certain as I, I was sensitive to this as a South and Midwest raised person. We get a lot of flack for enunciation and shit. Yes. Yes. And you know what I'm saying? It was a few words on that on that album. Like I said, I fuck with the album. I respect the pen he working and I respect the styling and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it was a few words that I couldn't catch just on some literal peanut butter in the mouth shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it chunky. It, 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 it is so but this is my favorite Earl album because the beats are beautiful, right? This time oh, we yeah. have oh, yeah. and Black Noise producing, and we have Young Guru engineering and mixing and mastering, and so it's clean, you know. It, it, and so I can hear it better now than I have before, and and I so I'm now catching lines that that I wouldn't have caught previously. Uh, it's cool. There is something people have brought up that <clears throat> it's an escape, right? Um, mm. The best performance on this album is Billy Woods on Tabula Rasa. Oh, I mean, you, the, the, just the Arm and Hammer in general. Like, the they, second they, best performance is they on Tabula And they, um, they kind of watch Bro a little bit, you know what I'm saying? A little bit, but like, yeah, Tabula Rasa is definitely the best record. Easy. And my and my my third favorite performance on this album is Z Loopers. I love Z Loopers on that Damn. song. Uh, he's, just, he's just styling on him. It, it. I just think. I feel that. I don't know, man. It, it, it's he's there's something and. and um, I think he fought yeah. back on that one though. I like because because he loosely <laughs> did try. I think I think Earl fought back on that one though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did some other shit. He I did, think Earl fought back on that one though. It's a good. It's a, yeah, it's a good. I mean, the thing about Earl is that his his verses are kind of meditative, right? Yeah. Um, All of them on this yeah. joint. For real, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vision is the song with Z Loopers, and mm -hmm. some classic rap heads don't like it because Z Loopers is very, it's a unique flavor. But uh, I love it. I love that song. I think that's my favorite part of the album is when you go from Vision to Tabula Rasa. Yeah, right? yeah. it's like a yeah. real interesting yeah. split. Yeah. Um, did you have any favorite runs on this album, Kay? Where where you were like, ooh, okay, we're in a zone. Uh, I mean, the whole, the whole middle part, I would say probably from sick to lie, uh, yeah, it was yeah. just really solid. I mean, it, it's just difficult because he's like, he, he's like in no man's land. Like he's not a bad rapper, but like when you put him next to like Billy Woods or Lucy, mm. he's not at that level yet. So he's a step underneath it. So he's like, kind of mm. people feel don't know how to feel about him like at mm -hmm. least if it's a bad rapper you can be like man that rapper sucks and you have a strong feeling towards it mm. but if he's not like if he's not like an elite rapper either 
but you rap along with elite rappers, then it's almost kind of difficult to like, mm. you know, really give you all the props that you feel like you would, you should, you deserve. Mm. The meanest critique I've ever heard uh, of Earl from a friend of mine, he said that people who love Earl Sweatshirt just need to find out who Kai is. <laughs> That 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 would be an oversimplification of each of them. It's uh, but it it's that, that would be an oversimplification of each of them. Yeah, like I mean, that. I mean, that's like somebody just really don't like that nigga Earl. Like that's hard. <laughs> like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm like, nah, like you, like I said, that would be an oversimplification to each of them, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, that's a, that's they do thing. entirely. They do entirely different shit. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, again, with all respect, you know what I'm saying? And Kyle, yeah. weird, because you know how old he like Kai's like a grown ass man. You know what I'm That's saying? That's real shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl Sweatshirt still in his 20s, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? He started when he was so, like 16 or some shit. Yeah. Was, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that shit not even like it's it, like just on a lot of on a lot of layers, that shit not even comparable. You know, what I'm saying? Sense. like yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's but I love but I think the most interesting thing for me is how well Black Noise fits on this. Like as in his production, like he does. How many songs does he do on this? Is it four or two? Uh, four. He does 2010 Vision, Titanic, and Fire in the Hole. That's a lot of the best songs on the album, man. Titanic is great. Like, I whenever Black Noise comes in, Black Noise is like, don't worry, I'll give you the dirty shit you love, but it'll be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's where he seems to be his most interested and comfortable. Like, I don't think Earl wants to do it like he did it when he was 60, right? I don't think he wants that Hell production no. back. Nor should um, but I don't think he wants to go sparkly. I don't think he wants to go, you know, opulent. I think he wants this kind of black noise middle ground. And I think yeah, he want to expand what he's doing. Yeah. He want to make it more adult and like. Yep. In my opinion, he want to make it actually cool. Because before that shit, that I heard didn't really sound cool. But like, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> like, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to push forward with this shit. So, like, like I say, I fuck with this album for real, for real. I really do. It's like, I like the, as far as runs, I like the first six, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like the first six was real cool. And then motherfucking Titanic and goddamn uh, God laughs them two, yeah. Yeah, I all that shit. He, he was he was jamming, you know what I'm saying? For, I like it, and, and there's a the there's a real possibility that I will become an Earl fan later. You know what I mean? There's, hmm. a, there's a real possibility as he grows up and gets more interested in the things that he wasn't interested in before, that I'll be like, oh shit, now now this is kind of this is my dude, and like that's a very possible thing. He's People who have a pre-existing love of Earl have had a hard time with this one because of the cleanness, because of 
the adultness, you know, they, they miss that old thing, you know? Yeah, yeah man. Uh, like, 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 shout out to your man, Zilla Rocket, man. Peace to that, yep. man, man. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sounds like shit is not an aesthetic. Like, it, it was, yeah. it's a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, that I still can't get with now because motherfuckers are still just out here putting out whatever, bro. It's like, right. Yeah. You know, and I and, and I know my shit be dirty when I put it out sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I be meaning for the shit to be kind of dirty. You know, but 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 it's a it's a line. Man. It's, it's a line. There's a line. <laughs> right. It's a line. Absolutely. There's a right. There's a minimum standard, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point, it's the toilet in the art museum, and you're like, it's. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it's it's weird, and, and but there's a lot of narratives that come out of this. But Earl is growing up. Earl has a kid now. That all that stuff. Uh, he still means a lot to the culture. Uh, yeah. There's definitely a question to be had about his Earl is so beloved by the underground uh, that would the underground be able to tell him he had a whack out? Well, I mean, the underground as a whole is always going to be capable of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> if it's one thing that can be done. You know what I'm saying? The underground as a whole, like, you know, because I feel what you're saying, because I'd be really tripping off that shit now. Like, there is, like, a mainstream underground now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There is a mainstream underground now. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I was a kid, I guess it was kind of starting to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I when I was when I was stepping into like making music myself, uh, it was like starting to happen. But like prior to that, no, it wasn't. It was the mainstream, and it was the underground. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. right. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it's it's there. There just comes there becomes a stand community. Um, hardcore fans that are so hardcore into you that they can't they, they don't live in reality anymore I remember like I'm in Maine Wu-Tang comes to Maine all the time but sometimes they give us really shitty shows hmm. uh, where they show up rock for a half hour and leave and hmm. I remember being outside those shows and being like damn this sucks and everybody being like that was amazing bro and I'm like, yeah. like this is why they do this to you you know right you take it, you know? Um, and and yeah. difficult too, because, you know, a guy like Alchemist is pretty much bulletproof. So, you oh. know, anything he lends his name to is is going to give give that project prestige. So yeah. it's almost like if you, if you hate on, if you're hating on this album, you're thinking about, you're almost like subconsciously hating on Alchemist as well. And you can't, you can't do that, man. Like, no, that's so that that's kind of where the catch twenty two comes into play. Right, you know? you go crazy. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean Alchemist produced on this? What do you mean this is garbage? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Right. No, all there's, of all, it. there's all, all kinds of uncomfortable truths to be had here. Like, as an example, I do not want Earl and Alchemist to further explore their relationship. Ooh. I don't. I don't think it's the best direction for either of them. I think. Boldy and Alchemist makes a lot more sense. I think, you know, Alchemist exploring other options like Akai Solo or 
you know, all these other people, the people that were on this thing of ours, like, I want to see Alchemist spread his wings and Earl, uh, this is a great market for beats that sound dirty, but beautiful as well. So Mm -hmm. Earl needs to explore that market, right? He needs Mm -hmm. stuff with Black Noise, with Roper Williams, with, with people who can really give him something that fits him. I, I don't want, I don't want a lot more of Alchemist and Earl. I don't think that might be a hot take, but that's where I'm I don't at. think so. I mean, he not like Al ain't really like he gonna like a couple joints. He not like on the whole no, shit. No, he's yeah. It's like two. Is it two or is it three? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I just thought Earl sounded better on Falling Out of the Sky off of Haram than he did on any hmm. anything on here actually. Mm. that makes sense yeah it's it's weird uh but it's it's and it's 24 minutes which i like i think a shorter yeah. album makes sense for earl um, yeah. yeah yeah definitely definitely agreed because i mean nah like that shit i mean honestly you know what i'm saying like what he was on was like you know what i'm saying some you know, kind of smack Gil Scott shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And like, so he wasn't really necessarily like a couple songs he like in pocket, but Mm -hmm. like overall, he not really tripping off that. You know what I'm saying? He just getting what he's saying off. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's some rhythm to it. Like, poetry you know what i'm saying but that yeah. like it's job some fucking word shit when he on there you know what i'm saying <laughs> and yeah nah like 24 minutes of that <laughs> i would blend up it, that's cool you know what i'm saying it don't it don't need to be 35 <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that would have been a lot you know what i'm saying I'm that would have been a lot absolutely no, my my bottom line on this album is I like it, but don't ask me about this in August. It's not going to be there. Like, it's not going to be there in August. It's it's, fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's it's good. I'm happy for him. I like it. If people like it, I'm happy. Uh, But I'm going to be out here repping the illest shit. You know, (laughs) like I'm not going to be out here repping the semi shit. That's not that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's yeah. Do you have Kate? Do you have anything else on the? No. The, the um, I love Shane Noir. Mm. I'm a big Shane Noir fan. Absolutely. Um, I love the album with Apollo Brown. Uh, and Apollo Brown said, I think maybe it was on Dad Bod Rap or something. He said he was trying give her beats that would really get stuff out of her, you know? Uh, and so that album released on Mellow Music Group was very, is that as God intended? Is that what that is? What was, what was that one, Ken? Uh, uh, let me pull it up. God intended. But it was very personal. It was, it, and it was very, there were, there's real confessional moments on it. And mm-hmm. I felt I, I wanted to make sure because some people were hearing her for the first time. 
and they're like, oh, this shit, this is cool. This is going to be like Rhapsody, you know? It's going right, to be right. like someone who like really gets their like inner feelings off. And you're like, no, bro. No. Right, you need to listen to that shit she did with 38 Specs. You need to listen to this other mm-hmm. shit she does. God Intended was the name of the album. God Intended. I was right. So uh, what I love about Food for Thought is this is fucking mafioso music, dude. This is not this is not Rhapsody. This is Cormega. Right. I mean, there's an edge. Like, she has an edge. It's almost like, it's like a, it's like Rhapsody viewed through like a Griselda lens in a lot of ways. Because I, I would say she has the same technical ability as, as Rhapsody, but Rhapsody is a little bit more. She danced a little bit more with the words. Yes. Yeah. Softer, more gentle. She's more agile, like more uh balletic, I guess you could say. Like yeah, but, she put a little bit more spin on that shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But Shay Noir is she's going in there like you know, punch you in the face. She's more like a boxer to me. Mm-hmm. Straight to the very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, no, she has and so she has she does that dance on here very well, right? Like the last song is is very personal and very confessional communion but like before the 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 song that's before the interlude that sets that up is called brains for dinner like yeah this this is the shit that i grew up i love this shit i love this like this is yeah like cool g rap started this yeah cormega continues this is part of that tradition like she's talking street shit right um, yeah. yeah, don't don't bring your don't bring a man to somewhere you're selling from. Like she's she's giving tips. I mean, lyrically, I mean, the, really, there's no difference between her and like a Benny the Butcher to me, in terms yeah. of lyrical ability. It's just, and maybe maybe we can expand this a little bit. But yeah. it's just interesting. Yeah, because I think yeah, I think she's more interesting than like the Griselda guys because. Ooh. As a female, as a female rapper, she's allowed to say things that male rappers aren't allowed to say. And, yeah, I love you, Cage. You, you, you went right to the topic, right? Because the thing about this thing, and I warned people about it. I said, I love that she's in this lane because this kind of New York goon rap lane is overstuffed, overpopulated, and a lot of these dudes are okay. They're they're Vado in a fancy sweater, like, and so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, she's better than a lot of these cats because she produced a lot of this shit. Facts, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of this yeah. shit. And, That's what I was so briga. And she you know organized this when shit. When I looked right? at the when I looked at the track list, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, up. Cause actually, I, I I found a joint where it was just a straight stream, and it just had the track list on there. So I seen <laughs> what joint she produced as it was going through, and I'm like, oh, wow. oh okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like as I'm as I'm, as I'm hearing certain shit, I'm like, oh okay, oh man, you know what I'm saying? So like, she was also, you know what I'm saying, somebody that is like. I've heard a couple things. I listened to, you know what I'm saying? I, I listened to that as a guy that's in the joint, you know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
I'm going to listen to the next one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm going to listen to the next one. I'm going to see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And so, the, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was a, yeah, to see all of it, it's like, yeah, now I definitely respect, like, she really put her hands in that motherfucker. That's in her, for sure. In that that shit. Yeah. I mean, the conceptual thing, her, this album is conceptual in a way that I, I haven't really heard any other Griselda album be. Particularly, like, I love how she started the album off with, with like, the, the Eat to Live intro, which is pretty much the thesis of the album. You know what I mean? So you hear that, and then that sets the context for all of the rest of the songs. And it was just so brilliant because I think in a way like the Griselda guys, not I mean, there are not a lot of rappers who would be able to organize the shit like this and lay it out so that they, they can really, you know, do the thesis of the paper and then go in and explain and support that thesis. Yeah, I mean, I've always maintained that Griselda picked the wrong people to take with them in a sense that like if mm. <clears throat> really break out have Griselda records 38 special has to be there Shea Noir has to be there right these are talented folks uh, and it's it's weird that that they left someone as talented as Shea Noir behind right because oh that's like, oh that's I didn't know she wasn't with them that's crazy I I just I was like yeah like I mean, when they did the what is it, the shady deal? What is it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. You, like like seven X V uh, E the genius who's on Ladies Brunch, also Buffalo, also ill. Also right. Onway shouted out on Twitter, like, but why aren't these people actually like? Can you imagine Shane Noir album with West Side Gun like executive producing, like right. bring in the. Mm-hmm. Because they, I mean, I guess you they could see it as a sign of respect because they see her as competition. She, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I see it as, I mean, she's just she's just as good as them, without a doubt. Like I hear this album and she's just as good as them, but she's able to go beneath the surface. Like the Griselda guys, I feel like they can give you all of the the external workings and the surface level lyrics. And I don't mean that they're shallow, but as in like, they give you the action. They right. tell you what's going on. Like, okay, this is exactly what ABC, Wrong. this event happened, this event happened. She's, she's able to give you that, but at the same time, she's able to dig a little bit deeper psychologically and be a little bit more vulnerable in ways that I haven't seen them be vulnerable. Right. So it's just, it's just more interesting to hear where she goes with her thoughts yeah with, with with in terms of rapping ability i think 16 to 16 benny would be better but benny doesn't organize projects like yeah you know i would say benny would be better man you know what i'm that's saying fair. like that's fair it, it it really might depend on the situation and the topic yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yes. It's a big exactly. For real, for real. So it, it's, but the album cover sets you up for the intro, which sets you mm-hmm. up for the album, right? Mm-hmm. Everything on, nothing is out of place. It's well put together, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, 12 songs, you know, and, and 
I just think ladies brunch is a brilliant thing. Uh, it, it's it, I it's the first time I've really enjoyed an Amani Caesar verse. Like I I tweeted that I want I, I would love for Shane Noir to just produce an Amani Caesar album. Uh, and just just them do it. Um, yeah, now she had a uh, she had a couple lines on that joint too. You can't see me with nobody else. He told me he can't see me with nobody else. I told him close his eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That was, that, I, yes, I, I, that one stood out. That that, that shit hard. She was on that motherfucker. She's she's super talented, and that's why she loves these posse tracks, like the, with ransom with thirty eight Spash. She's fearless. She'll go anywhere yeah. and rap with anybody. And, and and she's got like a she's got such a wit to her too. She's very sharp mm-hmm. in terms of her timing and her her wit and her delivery on some of the lines. Like and she's just she's just great. I I, I introduced it because I, I listened to the album and I have a friend in Buffalo. Uh so I sent her, I was like, yo, you know, this is uh, you know, this is a rapper from from your uh from your city she's been bumping her all day mm. you know what i mean like that's mm. and food for thought was the per she had she had never heard anything before food for thought so i think food for thought is going to be the introduction and going to open up a lot of people's minds to shay noir i could see that yeah i agree with and, and all the like the gods of that goon rap scene are here right ransom rome streets all the people that people go nuts about all day on the internet, they're all right. here and she's she's killing tracks with them. Like, yeah. they, they respect her enough to be there and to bring top verses. Um, so she may be underappreciated per the numbers, you know, whatever, but everybody knows, right? This is, it's not a secret. The people right. who know music know she's for real uh, and she's important. So I think this is this is definitely a huge stamp. And I think this is, especially because it avoids all the issues people have with, you know, female rap albums. Because you don't have to worry about the sexualization, right? It's her sexuality is a, is a typical part of the music. It's not, it doesn't stand out in a weird way. What was she don't leave with it in like the, you know, look at my pussy kind of way. Right. Yeah. It's not the focal point. It's not the focal point yeah. of, I mean, that's, it, and we're human beings are sexual, are sexual creatures. So I like that there is an aspect of that. She's not like nah, she's trying to shy thing. away from it. Mm-hmm. And she'll address it when it needs to be addressed. You know what I mean? So that's, there's a time and place and a, there's a there's a song and verse for every topic and she knows when to introduce those elements so there, there was a line on communion and i may be misremembering it but it was something like my man tripping but all he's trying to do is be with me, you know uh, <laughs> and i was just like damn that is some shit cormega might say like it was in my head like this that is like some real shit that like you know cormega or somebody else would say i just that comparison was in my head the whole time. I was like, this is one of those really dope New York MCs that I hope people appreciate and could look at 
outside of that lens that they've been mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I like it because I, I feel like in, in today's time, it's a cohesive statement. You know, the album is a cohesive statement. And I don't, I don't feel like there's a lot of albums, period, that have like cohesive conceptual statements that they try to deliver, uh, you know, that they, they try to say and then they deliver on what they say they want to deliver on, you know? Right. Yeah, no, all her projects are different, right? After 12, as God intended, there's, there's always a theme running through it that, is, that takes you to a different place. Mm-hmm. Her head's always in a different place. Um, yeah. And that's awesome. That's yeah. That's the job. Yeah. So absolutely. That motherfucking project. She, she definitely put that shit together. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like, I feel, I feel more strongly than I did after I listened to the As God Intended things. Like, yeah, I'm gonna listen to the next one. I'm gonna see what she do on the next. One. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I fuck with this with though. She, she, she put some solid shit down. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always gonna be, I'm always gonna be the type of motherfucker that respect an album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's good because she's, she's given herself. I think she's given her what, like she's given herself ways to grow as an yeah. artist. Yeah, in ways absolutely. that other New York rappers haven't. Absolutely. So she's able to say, you know, as I said, she's able to give those surface level, uh, you know, just those All strict like people like <laughs> new, like pretty much like news reporting type of songs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, now she, she's given herself room where, you know, if she did a conscious album, uh, next album, or if she wanted to speak about some of the 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 bigger issues like the macro picture uh, that's going on in her community she would she could she could she could do that she could very realistically do that in a way that like you know if Benny the Butcher or uh, you know Conway the Machine tried to get out of their comfort zone it would kind of be a little bit rocky for them mm. yep yep no it, it's it, we we've talked about this before K is big thing right it's not just about how good your album is. It's about where your album leaves you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm. if, if after this album, there's nowhere to go from there, it's a bummer. Right. Mm. Like it's, it's mm. that happens. Sometimes mm. you, you, you mm. kind of give it all to that album and you don't even know what's going on. After that shit. You, you know, but which maybe that's what Kendrick's doing, you know, uh, but, <laughs> but the thing, like, but this album after it, you're just like, oh shit! She could go anywhere. She yeah. could do super hardcore shit. She could do some super thoughtful shit. She could up the BPMs and go nuts and just like have fun. And we'd be like, oh shit, it's a new lane. Yeah. She's got so many places she could go from here, and that's the excitement you want to feel after an album's done. Like, damn, absolutely. There's so many, yeah, there's so much we can do here. I mean, it just feels like most of these, most of the female MCs are just, they're just boundless. Like you, they can go, and that's kind of what I was touching on with, with her being able to say things that 
male rappers can't say. Like, it just feels like there's no restrictions on. She can go in any direction and it's all coherent. Yeah, this, this is like, for rap people, this is like a killer sophomore season for an NBA mm-hmm. player, right? Because, mm-hmm. as you know, Michael Carter-Williams can win the Rookie of the Year. Right? <laughs> when the league doesn't know you and they don't know how to defend you, you can you can punk people and, and you can win the, a lot of stuff. Shout but, out to Michael Carter Williams, man. <laughs> he had a great manager. His mom managed his money right, and so he he'll never he'll never be broke again. There we yeah. go. And, and good <laughs> for him. Most yes. important thing. I wish him no ill. I'm just saying, as when the sophomore season hits, he ain't get hurt or nothing. I don't think I don't think he did. I think he just didn't have it. Damn. Yeah, his because he, he couldn't shoot. From what I remember, he couldn't shoot, and that really got exposed the second season. Yeah, right. I thought he was. I thought he was. You know, I thought he was Sean Livingston. You know, what I'm saying before the Ooh. before the shit. That's what it looked like at Syracuse to me. You know, what I'm saying lanky motherfucker because Sean <laughs> Livingston couldn't shoot like that at first. You know, what I'm saying no. <laughs> Sean Livingston couldn't shoot like that at first, but he find the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, and, such a unique you know career. I love love Sean Levin. So. And, and, and so, like, that's what I thought was going on. But not to digress. But if you follow the NBA long enough, you know the sophomore season. Yeah, still doing it in the sophomore season. Fact. You got it. You got 100%. it. And, and so this is like a killer sophomore season, and we're just like, oh shit, what's the ceiling here? This is dope. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how I feel about Fuchs thought. Um, yeah, shout out to Sean Livingston. Um, so, but yeah, the one that I will ride or die for for the rest of the year Word. is Lady Ray, Lady Ray, um, piece of me because. Word. And I've talked to Kay about this, right? I have this thing where I can't fully appreciate Amy Winehouse because I love Sharon Jones so much. Mm. I always felt like her stuff didn't get the shine because she was like a 40 year old black woman, you know mm-hmm. um, and it's a world full of Katy Perry's and Dua Lipa's and like you know it's a machine that cranks this stuff out I'm going to beat the damn drum for peace of me because this is it's it's an it's a beautiful album yeah um, and sure deserves the love uh, yeah there's a guy at work the whitest of whitest people that you can imagine mm-hmm. and i gave him some recommendations and uh, i gave him this as a recommendation he came back to me and said i don't usually listen to this kind of music but this is undeniable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's yeah. how i feel about this that was that's so I yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, how did you feel about this? I I mean, I loved it. And it's funny because I, so I found out, so she, she's not like a new artist. No, no. She's been, she released uh, Make It Hot with. Oh, yeah. Missy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm so proud of it. I'm, I'm and, like, oh, man, that's my baby. Yeah. I'm. So. And when was that? That was in. 98. Yeah. So not. And so for her to come back in 2022 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let me try to do the math. What is that? Two, 24 22. years. That, <laughs> 24 years. 18 years. Like 18 years or something. I don't know. 24. I don't know. 24 it's it's years. Two, over two decades. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that she was, that that was from, that she, that was her from 98. I got into her in 2016. Oh, Ray. That's Nicole Ray. I got yeah. her. I got into her in 2016 mm-hmm. because of Queen Alone. I loved Queen Alone. Yeah. yeah. I got what you want. What? Got what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the the fact well, first of all, we know that Missy Missy knows talent. Missy, Missy, yep. if, <laughs> if Missy gives you the stamp of approval, you've got you've got talent. Yep. Uh, oh, so for her, for her to you know make you know do a song like Make It Hot in 98 as a teenager. This, yeah. And they as come with this teenage. project in 2022. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a that's a hell of an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's such mm-hmm. a such a dope album. And I was giving some kind of pitch on it last week of like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. it has that Mary J. Blige kind of feel to it because some of these songs are very hip hop in the production of them. Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, and I sometimes I. I don't, I get, when it's a really hip-hop beat, sometimes R&B people will try and hip-hop it out for the beat. Nah. That's, <laughs> a, bummer. That's a bummer. No. And it, I mean, uh, you and I have talked, Dan, like, R&B music is so dark nowadays. Yep. As in, they, yep. they paint with a lot of, yep. if, if, not, if not the sound is dark, then the lyrics are dark. Like you live, you listen to like a Summer Walker, who you know paints like she. Her beats sometimes can be a little more colorful palette, but the the lyrics are a little bit darker. Um, but so it was just refreshing to have, you know, like mm. someone mm. a R and B singer sing over a our bright palette and sing like bright. I guess you could say like not so dark. If that makes sense. Nah. When I read um I read a couple interviews about that she did, you know what I'm saying, on some press shit as it was coming out. And um one of the things that she had said was that she wanted this album to she said that the Queen Alone album, she was like that that album had like a triumph kind of feel to it. And she wanted this album to like, yeah, you know, yeah, we gonna win, but like more than that, you know what I'm saying? She wanted this album to be just on some affirmation shit, like everything gonna be okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like right, we'll make it and, and that's how this shit feels. Yep. It's like a hood. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like a Absolutely. hood. You know yeah, what I'm it's, it's especially a, that a, melody a song. That melody song with her daughter. I mean, that that is yeah, praise, praise. Yeah, no, it's it is it is truly um, an affirmation of of a lot of things for her personally and her career. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, come on in is is my shit. Um, that's my that's my favorite shit right now. Yeah, oh. absolutely. That's my favorite shit right now. Period. <laughs> we got to think of it. What is it? I, I think the first four songs on this are just amazing. 
I do it? through it all. Piece of me, come on in. <laughs> oh, crap. Like that was mm-hmm. take no prisoners. She's doing it. Big voice, giving you all the voice. Uh, nah, a lot of harmony and shit. Yep. She's getting in there with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A real soulful feeling. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like oh. it's, it's like gritty brandy to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like gritty brandy to me. That's how I feel. You know what I'm I saying? Like, like, I wouldn't even say, because honestly, if you listen to the last, uh, to that B7, they both on that kind of time right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They both on that kind of time right now. But like, Brandy always been Brandy. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. she making Brandy rap. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it right. job feel like the album that, if Randy just wanted to make some shit, she would make this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm and, I, and, and I do think the pendulum is going to start swinging back to that, you know, that Brandy, Lady Ray sound. Because it it's, just, it's, away, it's, just, it's too dark. It's too dark now. And even you could like you could see someone like Weekend, even Weekend, Weekend. Is trying to like kind of escape from the monster that he's created. Of course he is. Uh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah. And so now, so now you're gonna see. You're gonna see. And, and I'm glad, Lady Ray. I'm. This. This is going to pick. I think this album is gonna pick up steam. Uh, the longer it gets out. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like at and- all it, all this gonna take is for people to play it. Like I've been sending this shit. I've been sending this shit to, you know what I'm saying, uh, quite a few people since that shit motherfucking hit on motherfucking Friday. And I motherfucking got the email and shit. I've been, I've been, you know, so I'm like, nah, man, listen to this shit. Absolutely. It's gonna be, this gonna be one of them ones that a motherfucker wanna be on the on the front side of. You don't wanna be late to it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Because <laughs> you don't wanna be late to it. This is, that's, yeah. that's, that's a beautiful motherfucking album, man. This, that's one of my, that was one of my favorite albums in a few years, man. The last album, that, like, last album that hit me like that off the first listen was probably, uh, it was either, no, it, it was Van Hunt, motherfucking The Fun Rises, The Fun Set. That was the last album that hit me like that on the first one. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. No, I mean, and shout out to, uh, I think when, 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 when Keith is talking about, the problems in in R and B, the darkness. I think like you got to shout out those OVO boys. Who are, <laughs> they make that parasitic nightclub R and B, right? Of like mm-hmm. uh, party next door, Majid George. The, the, the kind of music they keep a motherfucker in the club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that that they're jink. That that shit is brilliant. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That shit is brilliant from that perspective. When I really th- that's the kind of music like. For for the motherfucker that, that for the motherfucker that don't know how to act right, stop cheating. Stop cheating on that fine motherfucker that you know what I'm saying, split the bill with you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't know how to stop fucking around. You you yeah, you 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 fucking with drinking them in the club, you know what I'm saying? That's your shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if you your side piece pissed on you on Instagram and all that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> 
<laughs> but if oh, man, man, they, they, they map that shit out for the messy motherfucking man, this oh man, they smart as hell. God they, damn. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a plan that, that doesn't fail. But if, if you're at home and you're just listening to the album, it you're like, I hope she leaves you. That's t- you're bad influence on her. Like it's yeah. you know, you don't you don't leave that experience with with, with any question. So it but yes. Right. It is bad decision music, right? Like that's that's what they're yep. doing. Um, but it's there's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of modern R and B where I'm I'm sitting here listening to it as a grown up uh, with a wife and a kid, and I'm sitting here like, no, nah, you need to change the way you do this. This is not a working system for you. Come on, dog. But yeah, come it's on, not dog. It's not for me. You know, like but, you know what I'm saying. I'm 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 I. I appreciate Mink Condition more and more with every passing day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because them niggas made, not only did they not make a song about cheating on your woman, they made, what kind of man would I be? Man, I, I could. I could get the movie right there. But what kind of man would I be? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like this nigga, I appreciate you more what we eat best. Cause nigga, she know your she know your girl is not player, bro. Break up with her no. if you don't. <laughs> no. She know your girl not player, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even. I'm I'm I'm, I'm one of the most ridiculous niggas of all time. You know what I'm saying? But I I I, I keep my ridiculousness to my single shit. <laughs> I'm with you. I've always been confused, like. Rappers will do this too, where they will be, they'll be like, I'm loyal to my day ones, but I'm lying to my third girl. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> what, what, why don't you connect the dots here? Just be, be good to people and then figure it out. Yeah. So it is what it is. But uh, yeah, but this, this is a beautiful album that really does, and it's 12 songs. Just like Food for Thought. 12 songs, bang. On the money. That shit is motherfucking... I don't got nothing bad to say about that Nicole Ray shit, man. I'm I'm, I'm proud of her. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, bro, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucking to still be doing this shit. Two decades later. later, Motherfucker. A quarter of a century later to have some jamming shit. You know what I'm saying? To have some yep. super jamming shit. Like yeah. it's an early consider for Albert a year for me. You know absolutely. It, it's absolutely superb. And crazy piece of information, Kay. Looking at the track listing, 12 songs. The shortest song on the album is I Do, the first song, and it's three minutes. Three minutes, yeah. Right. She took 12 full shots, right? Right. Like I'm taking, I'm taking full shots, no interludes, no half songs, no a bullshit. I don't have time for this. I mean, her last her last album was 2016. So she's had she's had time to perfect what she needs to perfect. I was yeah, I'm glad. I mean, the, so she put up this pre-order months ago. Mm-hmm. I have owned this album for months and have finally got it recently. So I, w- I was looking forward to this with, with great anticipation and uh, very excited that it hit as hard as it hit. Uh, 
and I hope it gains traction, gains steam. She was on the Colbert uh, show there and performed. She, she was wonderful. So uh, I just don't want to see, I don't want to see this fade into the you know, black famous world where it's like, where it's like, you know, somebody that, that people that follow the music know, but nobody else does, you know? Yeah. And yeah. this is it's, a better album than, than it should be. You famous. know, it's not for that. I think sadly, most people don't have take good taste. That's, that's most people in our society don't have good taste. Uh, so things like this are not going to get like works like this are not going to get the awards or recognition like that that they should probably receive but at the end of the day you just have i she can she can lay her head on her pillow knowing that she made a great album and that and that's that's enough for 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 like the true artists you know and also and also you know what i'm saying to just go off that, you know what I'm saying? For real, for real, man, I feel like mostly these people don't really have, I wouldn't even say they have bad taste as much as they don't know what they like, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. just due to situations and lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? They not exposed to you know what I'm saying? All of That's a good point. the different, you know what I'm saying, parts of the palette they could be exposed to to really develop it. Cause cause ain't no way in hell. Like that's the a thing the album like this one, man, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of shit that like we passionate about and we love and we could pass it to the next motherfucker and they, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? No, oh, okay. And really, when you think about it, like, you could get why they don't super fuck with it. But an album like this, man, like, this is like a motherfucking, this this like a motherfucking pack of Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? And you got all pink jumps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you, you hand this to the next motherfucker, they go, oh, mm, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it don't matter who you is. You know what I'm saying? Like the this this shit is really like that, and it's just like, you know, with with with, with some independent shit come out, I feel like this is part of our job as you know the people that we are. You know what I'm saying? In our communities, respectively. You know what I'm saying? We got we got we got to push this shit to the people that we know yeah. and to our you know what I'm saying yeah. audiences that we have on whatever, you know what I'm saying, layer type. I mean, Cause it's funny because I'm going through, like I'm going through, I wanted to see, because I saw on her wiki that she's a songwriter as well. So I wanted to go through and see some of the people that she's worked with. So right. since 2010, uh, Nicole Ray or Lady Ray has worked with The Dog Pound, Ski Beats, Black Keys, Kid Cudi, CeeLo Green, Missy Elliott again, Tyrese. Before that, she worked with 3-6 Mafia, State Property, Formega, Daz Dillinger, mm -hmm. N-O-R-E, mm -hmm. Cameron. Mm -hmm. uh, so what, what I say, I say that by saying like, the music industry knows what type of talent she is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, uh, so, you know the people that are making the music that the, the quote unquote public, I put public in quotes, public likes, 
knows that the Lady Ray is is the real deal. And so they're they'll catch up eventually to you know how talented she is. Hopefully, we yeah, can, we no, can hope. I, mean, I I was you know who was stuck in my mind while we were thinking about this is um, Nicole Ray should be revered the way Lorenz Tate is, right? Mm. Mm. Not mm. everybody knows Lorenz Tate as like a Hall of Fame important dude, right? Right, right, like, right. But if you know, you know, right? If Absolutely. you know Dead Presidents, you know. Frankie Lyman. Frankie Lyman. Right. If, if you yeah. know Menace, you know. Like, this, this is too important of a cat, right? And so she needs to be revered in that way. Like, this is... This is too important of a person who gave an entire career to us that that lives with us, like that that is amazing. So yeah. she's yeah, that I have a great deal of respect for her. I mean, she's been working steadily. Am I not like supposed to smoke on camera or something? Is that go fuck up y'all's political connect? I no, I don't. <laughs> it doesn't bother no, me. Man. Okay, I just I just I mean, you know, it's too late, but I just I just want that. And, no, I mean, you're not the first one. No, <laughs> I, I, I didn't think so. I just, you know, no, my YouTube channel, like people yeah. roll it up. It's it's fine, finally. Um, yeah, yeah. Like saying, she, her her first work came out in 1997, so it was, it was actually a year earlier. Mm -hmm. So she's been working steadily, you know, in front of the camera, in front of the mic. I mean, in front of the camera and behind the camera since 97. So that. That tells you what you need to know about her. Huh? 25. That's she intense. Was a teenager, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and still out here. Yeah. And still out yeah. here, man. You know what I'm saying? And like, just, I just want to say that to all of the, you know, young artists that might watch this shit, man. We talking about 25 years on this person that we talking about right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you yo yo first motherfucking shit don't get a hundred thousand motherfucking plays or whatever the fuck you thought you don't fucking quit god damn it mm -hmm. like, <laughs> that's crazy yeah. like if you still love this shit like the, the all of that shit don't define it man keep going yeah. man because yeah if, if you follow the love it'll never lead you wrong you know what i'm saying if, if you if you really got it see, it's gonna come through bro you know absolutely love that love that it's love that <laughs> so i think that's that's where we, i mean that's where you got it so i would say recommendation corner look into recommendation corner uh some i got a shout out an album that just dropped today and some albums that haven't dropped yet so First one is Ivy Soul, Candid, uh, from Philly. Um, I really liked Southpaw, her album. It's like, um, it was a mix of, of her singing and rapping. Um, and that's a very tricky balance to, to do when you're good at both. Uh, so I really respected that. And this one builds on that uh, in a really cool way. 13 songs. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm unpacking it. Uh, I've emailed her. I would love to talk to her. So, shout out Ivy Soul. Um, oof. Brain Orchestra is going to drop Big Brain on the 9th of February. Uh, and he's, I, I've already done the Attention Undivided interview with him. 
Uh, he's an incredible producer, but he was rapping before that. And so he's an incredible rapper too. And this album is so dope. It, I, I told him, I was like, this is one of those albums that we would put on our boom box in my friend's cold ass garage and just rock to, you know, it's that kind of like East coast timeless shit. And so I love it. Uh, big brain. It's, it's got an amazing John Monty verse on it. Uh, yeah. So look forward to that. That's on the ninth. That interview will be dropping right around there. I, I saved him some interesting questions um, about the nature of art and about, yeah, about having to be self-centered to get your art accomplished. Uh, the 11th. There's a, on the 11th, uh, this crew from Halifax, Nova Scotia called Backburn. They're dropping an album called Continuum. And it is fun as shit. Fun as shit. The people, there's so many people on the album. You know one of those crew albums that has so many people that you're just like having fun at the party, you know? Uh, the people in Backburn Ambition, Beat Mason, Choculus, Dexter Doolittle, Frank Deluxe, Fresh Kills, Ghetto Socks, Tupolate, Stay Busy, Jesse Dangerous. I can't even do them all. We'll be here all day. Uh, There's a lot of people. And there's a lot of people on this album, and it's it's fun as hell. So we'll be, I'll I'll be talking about it uh, as it comes. But good shit to check. So, Kay, do you have any uh, recommendations for the people? So I've been uh, I've been on a Jay Dilla tip uh, of recent because his the, there was a new book released uh, on Tuesday called Dilla Time mm-hmm. um, by let me see who Dan it's by Darren Carnes. Yes. So yep. I just I just picked that up. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of Dilla, and one of the albums that I keep going back to uh, is Fantastic Volume One uh, by Slum Village. Yeah. And so I, I just I've gone back to that a couple of times, and it's just uh, it's just a, a showcase of how brilliant uh, he was, uh, you know, as an artist. <laughs> the original SV was fucking. Bulletproof, man. That mm-hmm. shit was yep. just so goddamn perfect and so goddamn Midwest and natural. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then yeah. they was freestyling a lot of that shit too. That's what, yeah, that's what he said. Like they was freestyling a lot of that shit too, and like over the over the, like the two track up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Over the two track, <laughs> and That's so funny. that shit, man, that shit is just—it's an incredible fucking piece of work, man. <laughs> no, it's yeah. that that music is so human. It's so natural. Yeah. It's, it, it took me a while to understand it because it, it, there's just no airs. They don't put on any airs at all. Nope. <laughs> uh, nope. And it was like, wow, this is this is different. You know, like we're we're just <laughs> we're just kicking it. This is great. 
but yeah, shout out to Slum Village. Man. Holy, yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying that. Uh, there's a lot of good hip hop books coming out. Um, it's important that Dilla's legacy continually be evaluated and respected and uh, mm-hmm. isn't lost. So that's good. Uh, would it, Fleetwood, do you have any recommendations for the people? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? First of all, uh, my brother, Black King, you know what I'm saying, just dropped February 1st. Um, you know what I'm saying? Black King and DJ LeSwindle, you know what I'm saying? AKA also the Roach Gang out of Pomona, California. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm an affiliate, you know what I'm saying? Extended family, part of the Roach Gang and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm on there. You know what I'm saying? They drop their routines, mixtape. Blackking.bandcamp.com, B L A K K I N G dot bandcamp.com. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's Pomona, California shit. You know what I'm saying? Jenna Camille, DC. She just dropped some vinyl. Uh, the time is now. Go look for that shit. You know what I'm saying? She on Bandcamp as well. Uh, let the dirt say amen. Also from DC. Uh, God hates God hates Gucci. I'm not sure if y'all hit to that one yet, but you know what I'm saying. An excellent album that dropped, you know what I'm saying? Check that, a couple yeah. months ago, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Real solid shit. Let the dirt say, hey, man, guy hates Gucci. Shout out to my man's Tim Hicks, you know what I'm saying? The whole squad and shit. Um, Griffin from Chicago, Shotgun Opera, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my good man's Griffin. I was just kicking it with him out there for the motherfucking album release about a week ago, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Nervous Baddington out of Denver. Uh, that's Nerves Baddington out of Denver, you know what I'm saying? That's a hip-hop and, like, rock and electronic and just a whole bunch of type of shit band situation, you know what I'm saying? Peace to my man Incline, you know what I'm saying? I'm on they, they got they got two new projects out, one called Micro, one called Macro. I'm on the Macro project as well, you know what I'm saying? So go look for all of those, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, shout, yeah, out, cool. to shout out to the shop, shout out to the city, D.C., shout out to Pomona Town, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got every region covered, man. I love it. Beautiful. Yeah. Happy, and I would say happy Black History Month. I have a suggestion for Black History Month. Okay. I would suggest that nobody argues about Eminem in Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. If you see someone, if you see someone that is <laughs> that is starting to argue about Eminem, you reply to them, you hashtag Black History Month. Wait till March. Yeah. Wait, wait 26 days. Wait, wait. Yep. Give it a yep. second. Give it a moment. <laughs> Not the time. Not the yep. You know what I'm saying? And 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 fuck MC search for that uh what's that shit? I don't even, no, the, 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 some shit just hit on the NFTs, man. Niggas got motherfuckers' whole catalogs off Spotify on some fake NFT sales shit. And I think it's, yeah, MC search somebody else part of that shit for it was, or I don't know, but the shit is fucked up. My shit on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake the, the people of selling bootleg NFTs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah. shit on there. Bootleg NFTs. <laughs> so yeah. we, we so we not we not discussing them and them. We not discussing MC search unless we fucking them up one. for the That's next right. twenty. Guess what? For the next twenty something. Guess what? 
you can talk about Eminem in March, but this yeah. is George Washington Carver's month. You know what I mean? Back. And Carter G. Woods, you know what I'm saying? And Carter G. Woods, you know what I'm saying? Let them shine, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it.